This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Tonight, new normal for entertainment, from movies to concerts. If you have good space between people, then things can resume. We've got your guide to what's opening and when. Then Meghan Markle's best friend, fire. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Yay. The controversy that caused her to resign from GMA. Will Megan stand by her side? Plus, how Brad Pitt's joining ex-Jennifer Aniston in the fight against inequality. And Kelly Clarkson steps out for the first time since her split, what we learned about her prenup. My husband's like, ah. E.T. starts now. Hello and welcome. You know, Saturday is the official start of summer, which also means it's prime season for blockbuster movies, concerts, and amusement parks. So when will all this stuff begin to open up? Well, we've got you covered. It is not time yet to let our guard down. There is a high likelihood other people in that park have COVID-19. So you need to consider every surface as infected. Even though COVID-19 infections in California are on the rise, Disneyland, a celebrity go-to hangout, is planning to reopen July 17th. Happiest place on earth! Dr. Travis Stork of The Doctor says guests must be extra vigilant to decrease their risk of infection. Extra precautions. Use a paper towel to shut the water off. Use hand sanitizer. On top of that, wearing a face mask is so important and just keeping that social distance as much as possible. Advanced reservations will be required. The park is expected to be at just 25% capacity. There will be no character meet and greets or parades. 
Also expect temperature checks and masks to be required like we've seen at Universal Studios Orlando, which reopened June 5th. On June 4th, at the stroke of midnight, Sin City began reopening its doors and the crowds came out in full force. It feels unbelievable. Masks are encouraged but not required for guests. In social videos posted online, many people have decided against it. This is still a time to be worried about those around you. The people who will suffer are those who are older than 65, who have other illnesses. That hasn't changed. The residencies of artists like Lady Gaga, Cher, Shania Twain, Boys to Men, and Keith Urban remain postponed. But last month, Keith found a way to safely perform for fans at a drive-in in Nashville. We were so Performing for people in cars uh, is the most obvious, natural way of distancing everybody. June 27th, Garth Brooks will perform in Nashville. The concert will not have an audience, but it will be live streamed to 300 drive-in theaters across North America. Other artists may follow suit. I'm ready to go to the drive-in again. I'm ready. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. Come but there won't be any Beyonce-sized Coachella headliners this year. The 125,000 capacity festival is officially canceled. So is Stagecoach and the Lollapalooza Festival. But what about movie theaters this summer? Party on, dudes. California has been given the green light to open. However, LA does not meet the requirements and will remain shut. I do believe we need to, to try to get people back out and about engaging in life. The important thing is if you have good ventilation and you have some space between people, then things can resume much more safely. Well, I've seen too much. Well, we'll try and keep up. As of right now, Robert Pattinson's highly anticipated drama, Tenet, Mulan, and Bill and Ted Face the Music are all still scheduled for release dates in July and August. F9, the next film in the Fast and Furious franchise, was supposed to premiere in May, but has been pushed to April 2021. Co-star Ludacris told me, no matter what, fans will be able to watch. We're all seeing a lot of changes with films coming straight to video on demand. The team at Universal is going to make sure that they get this movie to the fans directly, one way or another. Now, another movie star making news, Brad Pitt. We're supposed to help the most vulnerable. The Oscar winner, who was recently spotted at a protest wearing a George Floyd hoodie, has reportedly matched Jen Aniston's pledge, donating a million dollars to charity to help fight for racial equality. But the still-friendly exes aren't the only ones standing up for the cause. I'm Tiffany Haddish, right? I can't even drive in Beverly Hills without getting pulled over, and I got a Tesla. I shouldn't be afraid when I see those lights come on behind me, right? I shouldn't feel like, is this going to be the last day that I'm on Earth? Tiffany Haddish spoke out, protesting with Common, and Fergie hit the streets along with her six-year-old son, Axel, just two days after Richard Brooks was questioned and shot to death by cops after falling asleep in a Wendy's drive-thru. Justin Timberlake and Billie Eilish were among the stars calling for justice, and Taylor Swift, she's lobbying for Confederate statues to be taken down. Are you ready for it? The singer tweeted, quote, as a Tennessean, it makes me sick that there are monuments standing in our state that celebrate racist historical figures who did evil things. And listen to this. Thousands of people have signed a petition to replace those statues with monuments to a, quote, actual Louisiana hero, Britney Spears. 
Yep. As of this morning, more than 26,000 people had signed this Change.org petition to swap Confederate statues with monuments to Britney. Meanwhile, another singer, Barbara Streisand, showed her love for George Floyd's daughter by sending her stock in Disney. The six-year-old posted this pic thanking Barbara, who also included DVDs of her TV specials. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. All that is Beyonce calls for justice for Breonna Taylor. You can lead the movement that celebrates humanity. The singer posted an open letter asking the Kentucky Attorney General to bring charges against the police officers who killed Brianna inside her home. Beyonce called on the state to take swift and decisive action. And finally, Saturday Night Live alum Jay Farrell is opening up about a frightening experience with the LAPD. The comedian who shared this security footage says he was out exercising when an officer with his gun drawn ordered him to get on the ground. They put me in cuffs. The officer took his knee, put it on my neck. Um, it wasn't as long as uh, George Floyd. I said, why are you doing this? Like, what's wrong? They said, you fit the description of a black man in this, in this area um, with gray sweatpants on and a gray shirt. Jay told the talk today, he asked police to Google his name. It could have easily turned into another situation if I wasn't who I am. I'm not a person who trips off of what could have happened, because if you do, you will drive yourself insane. Well, let's get back to F9 star Ludacris. The rapper turned actor's music turned into an anthem for protesters. Protesters used your music in Brooklyn to yell at the police. (laughs) Get out the way. How does that make you feel to know something that you penned is being used in a movement? And I feel that's so powerful. That's the best word that I can use for it, man. It's powerful, powerful. Stand up! You are at George Floyd's memorial service in Minneapolis. All universities need to start a George Floyd scholarship for black students. And I think that's what this is all about. Everyone coming together to continue to fight this fight of racial injustice. How do you talk to your kids about all this stuff that's going on? What do you say to them? Man, I say a lot to them, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Our kids can teach us so much more than we think that we can teach them in times right now. So make sure you listen. The 42-year-old dad of three has been doing a lot of listening, not just to his own kids, but his friends' kids like Alicia Keys' son, Genesis, addressing scary topics like staying safe in a pandemic. You wash your hands after what? Yeah. Hmm. We get messy. is turning their words into music for his new site, KidNation.com, giving kids the power to lead with love. The platform's full launch won't happen till fall, but timely tracks like Get Along are up now. We want everyone to celebrate their color and their race, but at the same time, we all want to be seen as the human race as well. I'm just trying to secure the future and enrich the future so that they don't have to go through some of the things that we're going through right now. Now let's talk Meghan Markle. There is new drama for her to deal with, but this time it's actually not with the royal family. It involves her best friend. One of my closest girlfriends is here, Jessica Mulroney, and she's helping me. The dress. Say yes. Say yes to the dress. <laughs> We're told Megan is embarrassed that she has been dragged into Jessica's race controversy. Her best friend, Jessica Mulrooney, has now stepped away from her GMA job following allegations of a racist bullying firestorm. GMA's fashion contributor, Jessica Mulrooney. <laughs> 
got to meet brides from across North America. Mm -hmm. All different, you know, shapes. They wanted all different kinds of dresses. Before leaving GMA, Jessica was fired from her Canadian series I Do Redo over a social media war of words with black influencer Sasha Exeter. Sasha claims Mulrooney threatened her livelihood, publicly apologized, but privately sent her a DM saying she'd sue. I'm by no means calling Jess a racist, but what I will say is this. She is very well aware of her wealth, her perceived power and privilege because of the color of her skin. And that, my friends, gave her the momentary confidence to come from my livelihood in writing. Her best friend is arguably one of the most famous black women in the world. I just didn't get it. I know you know that black lives matter. ET has also learned that Megan and Jessica spoke privately before the incident went public. It was painful for Megan to learn that Jessica had, quote, been so tone deaf while using her privilege to bully Sasha Exeter. Megan and Jessica had been so close. Archie is said to have stayed in Jessica's care when Megan and Harry briefly returned to the UK in March. But now Megan feels that Mulrooney's remarks were out of touch and disappointing. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Yay. Before taking a leave from social media, 40-year-old Jessica issued a public apology to Sasha, saying, quote, she rightfully called me out for not doing enough when it came to engaging in the important and difficult conversation around race and injustice in our society. We had a disagreement and it got out of hand. For that, I am sorry. All right, let's move on now to Bachelor Nation royalty, Sean and Catherine Lowe. And the big question, are they ready to become a family of six? Yeah, you, you're that pretty girl. One daughter, two sons, and more to come. As soon as we can get her to take a nap, we're gonna work on number four. Then how Kelly Clarkson's time in quarantine may have caused her split. None of this would be happening without my partner in crime. Plus, is Olivia Newton-John's next career move a spin in the TV ballroom? I did the original Dancing with the Stars. I danced with Gene Kelly. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Will you marry me? Tonight on ABC, The Bachelor, the greatest seasons ever, looks back at fan fave Caitlin Bristow. And hey, it is not easy to watch your love life play out again in primetime, even for The Bachelor's greatest success story, Sean and Catherine Lowe. I thought we would have ridden into the sunset a long time ago and people would have forgotten about us. Uh, it's kind of a blast from the past. Out of all 24 Bachelor seasons, Sean is the only one who married his final rose. So what's their relationship secret? There's probably two or three factors. One, my wife, selflessly decided to move, leave her family, her job. I think our faith has a lot to do with it, just the commitment. I found my best friend, as opposed to maybe just picking uh, someone just purely based on looks or, you know, something very superficial. Another thing that helped, Catherine waited to show Sean her alter ego. There's a little part of me that gets a little angry, so I've already named her Rathrin. Rathrin. She wasn't lying. <laughs> I met Ratherin after we got married. She oh. made herself present. The thing about my wife is she's 
such passionate. a passionate person. <laughs> and that can either be really, really good because she loves me and loves our kids with her whole heart. But if you cross her, it can be really bad sometimes. A lot of but. ladies know that about <laughs> themselves. The couple share three children, baby girl Mia. Yeah, you, you're that pretty girl. And sons Isaiah and Samuel. Jade and Tanner are about to tie you for baby number three in the franchise. Are you yeah. gonna are you gonna beat them and say no 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 we're still gonna hold the title? Oh yeah, we we need that title. So as soon as we can get her to take a nap, we're gonna work on number four. They make the cutest kids, so I'm saying the more the merrier. All right, next up, a health update from a beloved TV and music icon. Nobody knew how I was. The latest on Olivia Newton-John's cancer battle. Plus, Ellen's DJ Twitch, his powerful video on the realities of white privilege. I didn't realize how impactful that video was going to be. And what he's saying about Ellen under fire. She's up in a high place and people love to mm -hmm. take cracks when they got time. A ringless Kelly Clarkson was spotted walking her dog in Los Angeles on Friday, just 24 hours after news broke that she had filed for divorce from her husband of nearly seven years, Brandon Blackstock. The pair does have a prenup. Our source tells us, quote, Kelly has always been a very organized businesswoman, so her decision to have a prenup just reflects that and protects her earnings. Her reported net worth, $45 million. Kelly and Brandon were recently holed up at their Montana cabin. That's where our source says Kelly also found clarity. It gave her, quote, the time she needed to think about her life and her marriage. Their focus is on co-parenting and moving forward. Kelly and Brandon are great parents. It'll just take time. Meanwhile, these Hollywood parents are stronger than ever. So you think you can dance super couple Steven Twitch Boss? and Allison Holker. Now their fans are used to seeing their amazing dance moves on social media, but recently the Boss family has been generating buzz for a very different reason. Put a finger down if you have been called a racial slur. If you have had fear in your heart when being stopped by the police. I didn't realize how impactful that video was going to be. I had no more fingers left. Put a finger down if you have been bullied solely because of your race. If you have been denied service solely because of the color of your skin. Any fingers left? That's privilege. I'm so grateful that I've had Stephen a part of my life because he has educated me for so long on so many different fronts and we do have mixed children and we want to share with them this advice and this role and this education. Put a finger down if you've ever had to teach your child how not to get killed by the police. Twitch and Allison are raising three children together, Wesley, Maddox, and Zaya. I know that Zaya's too little, but are, are you beginning conversations with Maddox and how do you talk to Wesley about this? Maddox is also still a little, I mean, he, you know, he's four. We gave him um, mantras. Like, here's yeah. a mantra he says every day. He says, I'm strong, I'm smart, I'm yeah. handsome, I'm kind. But then with our daughter, Wesley, she is 12 years old now, and we have absolutely had conversations with her. Twitch also knows the importance of diverse representation in media. His main gig is as a DJ on Ellen's talk show. In recent months, her character has been called into question. What do you say to those critics? In recent times, um, we've we've spent time on the phone. She like she's cried, expressed like you know like her confusion, her anger. And I'll say this: there's no, there's no performance for the cameras. The direction that she and the team 
um, that we are taking the show in yeah. is because it, it needs to be done. And it's um, and it and it is literally coming from the inside out. And we do love to hear that. All right, well now let's move on to the one and only Olivia Newton-John. I mean, she can bust a move too. Come on, Grease, Xanadu. So it got us thinking, could Dancing with the Stars be next? I know they just announced that the U.S. version is coming back again for another season. You know, people would love to see you compete. There's no way I've done dancing. I did the original Dancing with the Stars. I danced with Gene Kelly. Dance with John Travolta, but that was in a movie, so you got to do it again if you made a mistake. Okay, so Olivia won't be competing, but we did get to see her daughter Chloe perform on the Australian version of dancing. She didn't win the final, but she won in my books because she did it, and she was fantastic. She made me cry every time I watched her dance. Olivia is thriving at age 71, but still battling breast cancer. Just about two years ago, she was hospitalized in Melbourne, Australia from a tumor in her spine and then a fracture in her pelvis. She received treatment at the Cancer and Wellness Center she established in 2012. It was such an incredible experience because I got to experience what patients do on a regular basis. I would wander the halls um, on my walker with my beanie and my glasses on and now I'd be wearing a mask even better but um, nobody knew how I was. But sadly, this year's annual fundraising event for her Cancer and Wellness Center has been canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. But if people still want to donate, they can go to the Wellness Walk Research Run donation page and uh, contribute to, and I'm very grateful for that. Man, we love you, Olivia. All right, coming up, Jurassic World, one step closer to a big screen return. What we just learned, that's next. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Big, big movie news before we go. The Academy and ABC announced that the 93rd Oscars have been moved to Sunday, April 25th, 2021 due to the pandemic. Now, this year's show was February 9th. Also, E.T. can confirm that Jurassic World Dominion will resume shooting the week of July 6th. It will be the first major motion picture to restart in the UK. What could go wrong? Good question. How will they keep everybody safe? Well, we will reveal Hollywood's post-pandemic plans to get everybody back to work tomorrow. Take care. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.